0: And welcome to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pullen, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Download. I'm your host, Dr. Darrell R. Pulley. This is the day the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. We are so excited to be with you this morning for The Daily Download where the Lord daily loads us with his benefits. And I'm telling you, the day is already loaded. It is already jammed and packed with the lessons and the blessings of God. And my heart and my mind are open to receive all the good that God has for me. And I am praying, with you today, that your heart and your mind are open and receptive to divine, unlimited ideas. If this is your first time watching the Daily Download, we welcome you to the Daily Download family. We invite you to like, follow, and share the Dr. Dorara Pulley page, so that you can get notifications of when we are on Facebook Live. And if you're one of our regular Students of True Kingdom citizens, you know what time it is. It's time to share this on your page. Press that share button, invite a family member, a friend, a neighbor, a co-worker, a classmate, a church member, and let them know that I'm looking at the daily download with Dr. Deborah Pulley, and I invite you to watch it along with me. All right, Uh, we have been studying Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. Again, that's Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. It's called the parable of the Good Samaritan, but we've been seeing the full uh, implications, the full context of the story where Jesus meets the young rich ruler because of love and the young rich ruler meets Jesus because of love. We're seeing that he is on the soul's journey, which is a love journey. Come on, affirm my soul. Soul's journey is a love journey and on this journey the first person he meets is himself the second uh, group of people that he meets on this journey is that he meets the thieves and we saw yesterday that they stripped him that they wounded him and that they love him and we talked about how our soul calls for various people along the journey so that we can grow so we can heal so that we can learn and so that we can be more loving well the next person he meets on this journey my soul's journey is a love journey is he meets the priest he meets a priest and so on this journey not only do we meet thieves and robbers but we also meet religious leaders or spiritual leaders along the journey and so today we're going to talk about spiritual leaders along the journey religious leaders along the journey people have various perceptions about spiritual leaders what they're supposed to do, what they're not supposed to do, where they're to go, what they're not suppo- where they're not supposed to go, how they should dress, what they shouldn't dress like. People have various ideas in their mind about their roles, responsibilities, what they're supposed to do, and so often people experience what they call church hurt because a spiritual leader may not be living up to the expectations that they have, um, and so therefore, when people do not meet The expectations, we get disappointed, we get hurt, we get angry, we leave the church. We deal with all this kind of stuff because the spiritual leader or the religious leader does not meet our expectations. And so when we read this text about this uh, man who is on this Jericho road that gets beat, that gets wounded, gets stripped, and is left, the first person that sees him in his condition is the priest, which is the spiritual leader. And so, our automatic perception, our first thought is that you're supposed to be a priest. How in the world can you walk by this man who has been stripped and wounded and left? How can you walk by him and you're supposed to be a priest? You're supposed to be a minister. You're supposed to be a deacon. You're supposed to be a bishop, an overseer. You're supposed to be a man of God or a woman of God. How in the world can you walk by this person who is in need and just go on the other side. And so all of our um, thoughts about church leaders, spiritual leaders, all of our hurt, our pain, our experiences gets all projected onto the priest in this story because he does not do what we think he's supposed to do. A priest is a person who connects God to people and connects people to God. That was the role of the priest. The priest's primary place of occupation was in the temple where sacrifices were offered, uh, where spiritual services were held. So he's on a journey. This spiritual leader is on a journey just like the man who was wounded and stripped and beat is on a journey. The spiritual leader is on the journey. And on their journey, their paths intersect. On that journey, their paths cross. And so the spiritual leader, the priest... He has to make a decision about what he's going to do. And his decision is to pass by on the other side. We don't know what he had to do, where he was coming from. We don't know where he was going. My subject for today is there's more to the story. That's right I said it. There's more to the story. Before we start judging people, fine, let's let's just open our hearts and minds and say there's probably more to this story than what my good gossip person told me. There's probably more to this story than what I saw on the news. There's more to this story than what I saw in the newspaper on the internet. We make quick, fast decisions and judgments when we don't have the full story. We don't know where the priest was coming from. We don't know where the priest was going. We don't know the time frame. We don't know what his schedule was. We don't know what his appointment was. We don't know what was going on with him, so therefore we are not to make judgment about him, and we don't know the full story. So therefore it is important that before we put our mouths on people, before we judge people, that we find out what the full story is. And even Holy Spirit, help me not to be judgmental. The Bible says... Judge not that you be not judged For with the same measure that you meet It shall be measured again unto you So what I'm saying to you today Is there's more to the story We only get a snapshot of this priest on the journey We don't know the full story We don't know the full picture We just see that he's on the road He sees the man on the road And he crosses by on the other side And immediately our antennas of judgment come right up And we don't know the full story So pulley point number one is that this priest is on this journey because he has direction. We're all on a journey because there's a direction that we have. There's a path that God has called us to, um, and we have direction. We know that we're going to a destination. Remember, the man had a destination. He had direction. He was coming from Jerusalem, and he was going to Jericho. So the same way that the man had direction, the priest also had direction. There was somewhere that he was going. What we do know is that this priest refused to be distracted. He did not stop by to help the man because that would have been a distraction to where he was intentionally going. Um, and many times we are, have a direction. We have a goal in mind. We see something along the way and we get distracted. And so our attention is taken off of what our focus is. Our attention is taken off of what our call is. And we get distracted into something that God never told us to do, never called us to do, stuff that we don't have the equipment to do. But we get distracted because we see something along the road. So pulley point number one is that the priest had direction. He was going somewhere. He was coming from somewhere and he was going somewhere. Pulling point number two is that the priest refused to be distracted. Even though this man was in need, He knew that it would be a distraction for him in order to deal with this situation. And so what do we do with people who we have direction and refuse to be distracted? How do we look at people that have a direction, they have a goal in mind, and they refuse to be distracted? Regardless of what you say about them, regardless of what you think about them, they have a direction and they refuse to be distracted. I'm one of those people. When I get clear guidance and direction from God as to what I'm supposed to do, I refuse to be distracted. I put my time, my energy, my focus, my attention on fulfilling the job that God has called me to do. Pulling point number three, not only um, did the priest refuse to be distracted, he refused to be detoured. Sometimes we take our attention off of something and we get distracted and we come back. The the the, the next part of that is that we get so involved in stuff that we get detoured, that This is where we were going. We get off the road that we were going on. We get involved in some stuff that God didn't tell us to do, didn't call us to do, that we are not equipped to do, and we get detoured. And so not only am I not doing what God has called me to do, I've now got to go back the long way around to get back on track to what my goal was. And I'm saying there's going to be lots of people that you meet, but everybody you meet, you're not going to be able to help. There are going to be lots of people that have needs. But every need that you see, you're not going to be able to supply. That you are not the... God of the universe. You are God in the divine nature to do what God called you to do. But there are other people that can help people. There are other people that are called to help people. There are other people that are that are anointed to help people, that are equipped to help people. You are not equipped to help everybody. As anointed and gifted and talented and powerful as you are, you're not called to everybody, you're not equipped to everybody, and you do not have what everybody needs. So stop making yourself um, an item to be worshipped Stop exhausting yourself And wearing yourself out By thinking that you have everything That everybody needs You only have what is needed For the people that you're called to And so the priest was called to a particular place Which was the temple He was called to do something specific Which was to work in the temple And we get angry with people Who refuse to be distracted We get angry with people Who refuse to be detoured And Because we feel like our situation is we feel like our circumstance trumps their direction. We feel like what, that our emergency trumps whatever else is going on with them. And let me tell you, that's simply not the case. That people have a direction that they refuse to be distracted from. They have a direction that they refuse to be detoured from. We don't know the whole story. We don't know if the priest found, uh, told somebody, there's a man I saw on the road that um, needs help. I need somebody to go and help him. We don't know that. We don't know the full story. We don't know if the priest prayed for the man. God sent somebody to help this man who was in distress. We don't know the whole story. So let's not judge the priest and let's not judge other people. Let's not judge religious leaders. And God forgive us for all the times that we've spoken over people, religious leaders, spiritual leaders, community leaders, rock stars, um icons, idols, forgive us for all the time that we've spoken over people's lives, about people's lives, and we did not know the full story. I have a direction and I refuse to be distracted. I refuse to be detoured. That I will not put my mouth on it. I will let my imagination run wild. I'm going to know the whole story. Because you know, you know you like a good juicy piece of gossip. You know that you, but we don't know the full story. And so God, you do know the full story. So I pray for this man who was on the road. I pray for the priest who didn't respond the way that I thought he should respond. But I don't know the full story. I love you so much. God bless you. Thank you so much for being a part of the daily download. Remember that if you're looking for a shorter version of today's message, three to five minutes, you can find it on my personal page. Uh, Around 6.55 You can find a one minute version of Of this message On Instagram or Twitter And if you're looking for previous messages If you don't feel like flipping through Facebook You can find them on YouTube And subscribe to our YouTube channel Thank you so much for being a part of the daily download Remember that you can Sow a seed, you can meet a need You can boost this post If you want hundreds of thousands of people To hear what you heard today You can boost this post by sowing a seed through Cash App, through my website drpulley.com. You can also see our schedule, all the events and appointments and preaching engagements and books and things that are coming out on my website drpulley.com and again until tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m. remember it is already done. What you're praying for what you need, what you desire it is already done. I love you so much. Until tomorrow morning listening to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Foley, the spiritual leader of Today's Church Tampa Bay. For more information about Today's Church, visit us online at todayschurchtampabay.com.